Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to our latest uh, episode of Serial Coma. This is uh, one of your hosts, Malabada Charji, former soap reporter, and I'm here with my partner in crime. <laughs> and I am Elizabeth Carey Mahone, author of Scandalous Women. Hi, everyone. This has been um, quite an interesting two weeks on soaps. Starting with, um, I guess, uh, horny priests or horny former priests. Right. I mean, you know, scandalous women, scandalous men. We have a whole lot of scandal going on. Um, uh, I'm. I admit. I mean, you know, we're of the Thornbirds generation, so so we were um, sort of trained from a, from loved, a young age. I loved that book and the miniseries so much and I just don't think that there's enough torn priests on soaps. <laughs> you know, definitely. I mean they used to do more of it. My favorite was back in the day on Sunset Beach, Rafe and Gabby, uh, where he was a priest and she was his brother's wife and they got stuck in a cave during some crisis and, you know, one thing led to another. Um, I vaguely so, remember that storyline. He was hot. I think so. I probably read about um, it in, in Soap Opera Digest. Yeah. So when you, you know, you've been telling me, because I really don't watch GH that much anymore, you have been telling me for a couple of years now, I'd say, or at least it felt like years, about Griffin. Well, it's been two, uh, Dr. it's been about a year since yeah. Dr. Handsome Man of God came on the show as okay. uh, Duke's, Duke's long-lost son that he never knew about. Um, and I was hoping, see, I was hoping that Griffin was going to be the son of Duke and sister Camelia, who had turned out to be Duke's sister, but they were just going to retcon that and have it be that he was raised by this former nun. But we don't know who Duke's, we don't know who Griffin's mother is. And I so far, Camelia. Yeah. yeah, and so far his time on the show has been spent counseling Sonny when he's not performing surgery, and then he had a brief backstory where it turned out that he'd had an affair with uh, Nathan's until this point unknown wife Claudette. So mm. you know they had that story, and then you know Claudette is. A, allegedly killed, possibly by Valentine. So then he went back to being Dr. Handsome Man of God again and, you know, 
you know, guiding Sunny. But the last couple of months, particularly since Ava had her burn accident, the writers have put Griffin and Ava together in various scenes where he's he's drawn to her because of her pain and mm-hmm. she wants to be a better person and she regrets the things that that she's done and you know she's developing feelings for him because he's a, you know a good good man the whole thing and it cl- climaxed as it were almost <laughs> when mm-hmm. she kissed him when he was comforting her and he was like oh no you're reading my signals wrong i don't feel for you that way and of course Ava's like well something feels for me that way and so <laughs> she went off to Russia where she met Steve Burton Jason, which is a whole other right. story, and um, put her own um, wishes aside to help patient number six, as he was called, escape. And Griffin went to Russia to rescue her because, you know, for reasons, and somehow managed to get to Russia and back in like a day, because you know well, of course. that's totally possible. And um, so he had this long conversation with Gopher from Love Boat, where Gopher was telling him he needed to come back to the church because his parishioners need him. But you know Griffin's still torn; he still doesn't know if he should be a priest. So he goes right. over to Ava's this- apartment. Yeah. yeah, and that's where I and, watched uh, YouTube and saw So I picked up and I watched that on YouTube this morning in preparation for the podcast where he goes over to Ava's. Right. And everything you have told me about their storyline on paper sounds so good. Like, Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. They're, right? They're building to this amazing thing. Um, right? All that tension. I mean, and then I watched. And and I was like, I mean, I'd love more West. The, she could read the newspaper, and it would be amazing. Um, the problem is she and Matt Cohen have no chemistry. Yeah, and and let's just say his cheekbones dominate a scene more than his performance does. <laughs> see that's um, see that's the thing, you know when when they put Maura West together with uh, Brian Craig. Even though Brian Craig was not the world's greatest actor, Maura West was able to bring something out of him where he was able to meet her more than halfway in their scenes. So it made the Ava Morgan storyline compelling and, you know, you you were invested in it and the whole thing. I want to be invested in Ava and Griffin, but unfortunately Matt Cohen just, he looks good. I mean, he's he's a gorgeous man, but he just does not have the acting chops to rise above the writing that's not particularly great or yeah. to meet Moral West even halfway. It was painful. Um, it was it, it was painful to watch. I mean, because, again, Mora can act across from a houseplant and make it compelling, but I felt like Matt Cohen just wasn't, stepping up to the plate with material where, you know, we need to see priestly pathos. You know, we need to see that build of tension when she tells him, you know, he wouldn't know what to do with her. That is literally, that is the line. That is the line that flips the switch yes. in a scene, right? Where he grabs her. You wouldn't her know and... what to do with her. Right. And it was just... Uh, 
it's even, not even like the kissing scenes didn't you know there was no heat there was no like when when Morgan and Ava got together and he like took her up against the door yeah you know you were like oh my god here it was just like okay I'm kissing you I'm gonna take you're gonna unbuckle my my pants Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take my shirt off kissy 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 yeah, it was very choreographed, and the, and also the choice to use the shaky hand cam for a love scene montage. I mean, I got nauseous. You should not yeah. want your viewers to get nauseous when your characters are making love. That is, you know, like I'm still a little queasy, and that is not what you want your pairing to to elicit in their viewers. It's it's. So it was a letdown. I was expecting some hot, angsty priest loving, and um, yeah, it didn't deliver. Yeah, and then I watched the the episode Friday's episode where you know they have the day after, and mm-hmm. you know it was just so like she was like, yeah, I, we should just forget this ever happened, and he's like yeah, I guess I'm still torn. And she's like, yeah, so let's forget this ever happened. And then he just sort of looked pained or like he had gas. I couldn't tell which. And then he left. Oh, my, my God. And it's, it's, just, mean, I, it's just sort of like anticlimactic. And then I watched Days. You know, I, I picked the episode where Nicole came to Eric and told mm-hmm. her that, you know, she loved him. And it was so, like the two of them, and she's like, I have to admit it, I'm in love with you. And the look on his face and the look on her face, and granted, Eric and Nicole have a lot of history, but a part of that history was played with another actor. It wasn't all played with Greg Vaughn. But, like, the two of them together, and, and he's like, you know, should you be saying these things to me? And she's like, I shouldn't be saying this to you, but I have to say this to you. I'm in love with you, and Brady knows I'm in love with you. And, and then they were like, they would kiss, and it was so passionate and juicy. And then they would stop and, like, look longingly at each other, and, and then they would kiss some more. And it was right, so it hot. Was so good. It was so good. It was like – I have been – rooting for them since Eric was came back as a priest. I mean, he came back as a priest, and even then they wanted each other, and the show was going to go there, but then they foisted her up on Daniel, and that was a And then he mess. got raped by Kristen. Yeah. Um, and the whole Brady thing, and basically they, they, the show has been screwing them over for a very long time, but this was a beautiful you know, um, consummation. It was poignant. Years. It was poignant. They kept stopping to talk and discuss their history, but it never took away from the sexual tension. Um, and one No, day, because they, the way they were looking at each other with such longing and tenderness, you know, and, and hunger. Like, and, yes. And, you know, I and, love and me some Greg Vaughn. But when he played treasure. Lucky in General Hospital... You know, he was mm-hmm. he was so miscast as Lucky, and, yeah. you know, they turned Lucky into a sad sack because, you know, Jason has to be the hero. So when he right. came on Days of Our Lives, you know, I wasn't sure. I was like, you know, can this guy act? But clearly he can. He was just in the wrong role on GH. Right. Just, Eric like, has been a great role for him. 
Um, and also, again, there's still, I mean, Days of Our Lives is always, at least as long as I've been watching, a very Catholic show. I mean, admittedly, yeah. all these adulterers keep get all these adulterers keep getting married in the Catholic Church and having free cana lessons. But uh, that aside, <laughs> the, the the slightly kooky Catholic Church stuff aside, Faith is such a huge part of who these characters are, and still a part of Eric. He's still very, very moral and torn, and you know he may not be a priest anymore, but it still informs the way he behaves. And the way others see him. So so him and Nicole getting together, knowing that she's with his brother, I mean, it was just so layered and so angsty, but beautiful. It was like the opposite yeah. of Ava and Griffin. It's, you know, I mean, it should, Ava and Griffin, the, the culmination of that should have been what Eric and Nicole were. I mean, you know, when, when Eric and Nicole finally, like, started to make love, it was so beautiful and so, like, tender and, and touching. And then even afterwards when they were talking about, you know, what had happened between them and, you know, how wrong it was and there was Brady, they still couldn't help themselves from making love again. I mean, the right. episode and that I watched, that's how it ended. Yeah. They were like making love yeah. again because they just couldn't help themselves. Dude, they did it like and even four like, or five times. I counted. I was like, you go. There must have been chafing. I am hoping that Nicole stopped off and got some chafing bomb and like some cranberry And a huge because... jug of cranberry juice. Yeah. Like even the scenes, even the scenes with John and, and Brady where Brady's telling John about, you know, he knows about Nicole and, and Eric and what he tried to do. And John's just looking, John's just looking at him like, man, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Which was hilarious. Yes. And Brady's about to go, like, he's going full on villain now um, with, in terms of blackmailing Nicole to stay away from Eric. And, and I know Ariane Zucker's leaving. So that's probably the end of Nicole and Eric as we know it, but they're leaving on such, they're breaking them up just as they got together, which is horrible but wonderful. Like, because they've had that moment. Tension. Oh, it's it's just you thought they were going to be happy on their farm with their kid, you know, with baby Holly and the pygmy goats, and no, they're still going to be star-crossed. But that's what you want out of your soap. You want angst. I I don't get angst. When I, uh, well, yeah, from it's like, that's why the, the day after, or not even the day after, because the show picked up, I guess, like 20 minutes after he, no, mm-hmm. actually the show started where he like rolled off her. Um, yeah. Even then there was no, there was no like tension. There was no like, oh my God, what did we do? What does this mean? Mm-hmm. It was just all sort of matter of fact, like, so are you going to leave the priesthood? I don't know. Well, your body tells me that you've made the, when you were having sex with me, your body said something else, but none of that, like, Ava, I want to be with you, but, you know, I've devoted so much time to the church, and I don't know. It was just sort of like, yeah, kind of exactly. like... 
And again, Mora West is amazing, but she should not have to be running the Mora West Acting School for Useless Himbos. Like, for crying no. out loud. I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, and, and GH in general, like, every time, you know, you or one of our other friends, Tiffany, talks about it, every time I tune in, it's always people I don't know. Like, I, I'm like, who are all these people? Nina, Valentine, Nell, you know, even Ava and Griffin. I'm like, none of these people have been on the show longer than a couple of years. And, again, that makes it well, hard. Well, every to now and again, they and throw us a bone. Every now and again, they throw us a bone with, like, an Anna scene or, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> or a Laura scene, you know, Laura and Kevin – who are so yeah, cute together. Yeah, but it's rare, yeah. Um, but it's super yeah, rare. Yeah, it's rare. Right? And, and everyone keeps saying, you know, I see people online all the time going, we don't want to see Brad and Lucas. We want to see Brad and Lucas. And we don't get any Brad and Lucas in scenes where they should actually be there. Like Bobby was right. having this lunch to celebrate her years at General Hospital. And it's like, oh, where are Brad and Lucas? Oh, they're going to adopt a kid off screen. Of course they are, and now I and, and I guess GH is also uh, jettisoned their their bi their their lesbian bi couple Parker and Christina, so they're really hitting it. Out I don't of the park know what's Lattimore. happening. Yeah, I don't know what's happening with that. Whether you know they're writing Lexi off so that and she's going to go off to Oregon with yeah. Parker, who she's just gone on like three dates with. I mean, I know the old joke about what a lesbian's bring on you, a first date, a U-Haul. You but this is ridiculous. Right. This is a soap. Right? Excuse me. Right? They should not be U-Hauling like after three dates just because General Hospital is too busy highlighting all these other characters that no one cares about. Like. Um, which is why, you know, I love that you were able to come back to Days of Our Lives and you still recognized people. And it's the same thing with me. Yes. I came back to Days and I recognized everyone, Young and the Restless. I picked it up after a, a long time. And, you know, when 90% of the characters on Days and Y&R are veterans, are people that we all know, um, non-soap Same thing with B&B. Like, yeah, I mean, non-soap viewers who follow us on Twitter go, Oh, you're still talking about Victor and Nikki? I remember them. You know, you can't do that with General Hospital because it's like, who are these people? There's no Victor and Nikki equivalent on General Hospital. You know what I mean? Unless it's Sonny and Carly. Unless it's Sonny and Carly. And and they should never, those two should never be the backbone of any soap. Absolutely not. I'm sorry. Um, they are no Victor and Nikki and no John and Marlena or Doug and Julie or, you know, uh, Eric Forrester, like Brooks. Yeah, Morgan. or even they're not. even Brooke and, yeah, or even, you know, the whole brick, the whole bridge storyline, you know, Brooke and Ridge or, you know, the friendship that Brooke still has with Eric um, despite yeah. their, you know, their years of, you know, they were married and then they were divorced. They still managed to keep a, a friendship and, and a love between them. So, you know, when they're in scenes together, you know, you feel that. It's, it stretches yeah. back 25 years, more than 25 years, you know, more yeah. than 25 years, which is phenomenal. There is no equivalent on GH. Um, and so this actually sort of segues into Y&R this week, which was mining Ashley's history, um, from when uh, her mother cheated on John Abbott 
and and uh, you know Ashley and got Gates. pregnant with her. Most of us and got pregnant with Ashley because I guess most people in town didn't know this secret, um, and they blew it wide open this week because they could because they had been playing Ashley and the Abbott family for decades. I mean, I think bringing back Dina and mining that relationship with her children was a brilliant, brilliant idea. I don't know who should blame it, whether it's Kay Alden, Alden and Sally Sussman, but that was the smartest thing that they did was to bring Dina back on and to play the tension in her relationship with Ashley because of that secret. And, yeah. you know, also with, with uh, Beth, um, I mean Tracy, and also with Jack. So that whole, you know, Abbott dynamic, and also finally giving Abby something to do with her getting close yes. with her grandmother was brilliant, yes. brilliant writing and a brilliant, brilliant idea. Absolutely, that's using and, history. And again, Yes, and we've missed, actually, since we lost Catherine and Jeannie Cooper, you know, we've kind of missed having an, an, a, a senior citizen shifter on the show. Um, and, and I don't like Dina as much as I loved Kay, but, you know, her positioning on the show has been brilliant and important, and it impacts so many people. Um, and, and, again, like, those are things that shows like General Hospital are missing right now. You know, do they even play anyone over the age of 50? Or... <laughs> well, I guess Mo is is over fifty, but that's about it. Yeah, and I don't know if that's that, about you know, it. They, they keep they keep acting like Sonny is still you know thirty five, so I don't know that that counts. You know, um, yeah. So it makes me sad because General Hospital is the show I grew up watching, but then I turn it's it's shows like Y and R and Days and B and B that I turn to for the long term family and character work, you know? Well, it's, it's interesting. Cause like you, I mean, I've been watching, I've been watching general hospital since, you know, Luke and Laura days. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it is as much as it kills me, you know, I'm ride or die with GH, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep hoping that it gets better, but then I turn on days and I'm watching it, and there's, like, Lucas, who's, like, you know, he's drunk and, uh, you know, crying over his son's grave, and he's, like, you know, he's not going to let them desecrate it to dig up Will's body to prove that he's still alive or whatever. And then Will appears to him, and they're having this conversation, and it's so poignant. And Brian DeTeo is doing such fantastic work. And then, you know, Kate shows up, and they're having this oh, conversation. And, yes. and she's, like, I want to help you. And the whole thing, and it's just, you know, this wonderful, amazing, touching scene. And then I contrast it with GH where, you know, they're having a memorial for Morgan after a year, which consisted of them standing around putting on Perks coffee hats and, you know, looking at some, like, bulletin board with some pictures of Morgan. I'm like, really? Night night and days. Uh, No pun fully intended. It's... Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's remarkable the difference. And again, Lauren Coslow and Brian Dottillo just took that beautiful scene, and it breaks your heart. I mean, you honestly believe they lost you know, this wonderful child, you know, um, 
and and anytime anyone talks about Will on the show, you get that sense of history and that love and that affection. You know, it's not it's obviously building to him being he's he's alive, uh, but with and I can't Morgan, wait for Sammy to come back. Oh my God! The last scene of this week's days was somehow Paul convinced John to help him dig up. Will's body since they couldn't get uh, the parents' agreement. Permission. And literally, oh my God. And John, I don't know why John was up for this. Who knows? But so he and Paul are there at the middle, you know, at late at night, like the grave diggers from Hamlet, or is it Macbeth? Whichever, you know, um, digging, about to dig. Like literally, the shovel hits the ground and Sammy grabs John's shovel. That's the last scene. Yay! I was like. Oh, my God. Seeing Alison Samini back, even knowing she was coming back, it didn't spoil a thing because you just get that beautiful moment, as I said, of her grabbing John's shovel and and just, damn, that is good soap. That is a Friday cliffhanger. Um, yeah. And, 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 I, and the I big problem with GH is Morgan, when he was still on the show, he was such a terrible character. I mean, even the whole making him bipolar didn't negate the fact that he was just such a terrible character. So it's yeah. like people on this show are like upset over Morgan's death. And I'm like, why? Yeah. He was, I mean, he Will, was awful. Yeah. Will wasn't great. He kind of, you know, was a little bit of a shit there towards the end cheating and and just whatever but the fact that again this is marlena evans's grandson you know um he's a brady he's a horton he's so tied to the canvas that no matter what he may have done while guy wilson was playing him the fact that he is so integral to all these core families makes you care uh with morgan i'm like well also the thing when when Guy Wilson was playing him and also um, the actor who who played Will beforehand, you know, they played Will with all his relatives on the show. So you had scenes with Will and Marlena. You had scenes with Will and Sammy. You had yes. scenes with Will and Lucas. Like, I can't even remember if there ever was a scene with just Morgan and Bobby. I don't Where, so. you know, Bobby because got to not- spend time. Right, or Morgan and Lucas, or well, I mean, Lucas doesn't even get to have scenes with his sisters. So why would, why would, uh, why would he have? Scenes or with even Morgan and either? Jax. I mean, Jax was his yeah. stepfather, and Morgan loved Jax. He like Dude. you know adored yeah. Jax. And then when Jax came back for the whole like you know Nell reveal storyline, um, he never once, never once had a scene with Brian Craig as Morgan. Nope. It was ridiculous, and and there was a time when the fan base, and I, I subscribed to this theory, had a whole conspiracy theory that Morgan was actually Jax's, because it could work. It could work. Um, it could have worked. Carly and Jax could have had a one-night stand that they never talked about when Jax came over. I can't remember who came over to who's who, but one of them told the other that Sonny and Brenda had gotten back together. So they could have had revenge sex. Uh, and never talked about oh, it. Oh, was that like the was that like the scene on the docks when Brenda came yes. back and Carly saw um uh Brenda and Sonny like kiss and then or yes. or Jack saw them kiss or something before he dumped right. her at the wedding. Yeah, he could have yep. yeah, he and Carly could have had sex that night. 
So there you go. It could have. We always had that conspiracy theory that Morgan was secretly Jax's, and then he turned out to be like this douchebag in the form of Brian Craig's Morgan, and we were all like, never mind. He does not have to be Jax's son after all. <laughs> which which is the back. sad thing because. Because the Morgan, before Brian Craig played the role, the the Morgan that mm-hmm. they had created was this sweet young kid who, you know, was the counterpoint to um, Drew Garrett's Michael, Michael, who at the time, mm-hmm. Michael was a bit of a, a fuck up, for want of a better right. word. And Morgan was the good child. And then but when Chad Duell took over the role, all of a sudden Michael they was the good it. child and Morgan was the fuck up. Yeah, and I was like, "When did sense. that happen?" I'm like, what, "Did military school, for... did military school yeah. somehow turn Morgan into a, a douchebag like Trump?" I mean, is that what happened? Because uh, you know, apparently. and that's who Morgan played. That's who Brian Craig played the entire time he was on the show. Was this total uncaring? Did you, he actually was playing Morgan more like Sonny? Yes. Then, Which was the intention. I mean, he really the played intention. the role like Sonny's son. Yeah, well, that was the intention, I think. So we've got about, I don't know, 75 seconds, 90 seconds, I can't count, uh, till, the, till they cut us off of this podcast. Um, do you have any final thoughts so, about the last couple of weeks in soap? Um, I really don't care who patient number six is particularly since I had to spend like that three episodes where he tied Henry from as the world turns up on a boat. I'm like, I don't even know why they, why they flew Trent Dawson across the country to do this because it made absolutely no sense. And unless there's payoff down the line with this character Puxley, I don't see what the point was. So GH is still, I hope they put him with more. I may have to put GH like, in a timeout. <laughs> all right. You can go in the timeout with me and B&B. Um, and, yeah, why, I, if Trent Dawson's back, he better have some scenes at Laura West is all I'm saying. <laughs> he didn't. She deserves that. Oh. Yeah. What a shame. No scenes with Laura right. West, so. Boo. All right. See you guys next week. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.